You are now tuned in to Two Studs in a Pod, a podcast giving you a candid glimpse into the world of super terrific uber dykes, but you can call us studs. I'm Blaze. I'm Meech. Join Hope is what we're getting into this week, so let's get into it. Homie, drop the beat. January 20th, 2021, an era of political divisiveness and propensity for hurling untrue like no other has ended, and a renewed hope can be felt across the country of ours. Well, at least half of it. So this <laughs> week, we're getting into tradition skipped, fashion hits, and that certain somebody we all miss. Before we salute the truth, Meech, what it do, fool? Hey, um, yo, everything's been pretty good this week, um hanging out with my sister and my nephew and my nieces my niece and my nephews to get it correct (laughs) um it's their birthday week too like my sister decided to have all her kids in the same week (laughs) even though they're like (laughs) nine years ten years apart I don't know but um yeah so celebrating birthdays this week um hanging out down you gotta go back nine months and see what was popping yeah exactly right every year (laughs) every year all these uh January babies but yeah, chill, you know, chilling with them. You know, they're still like virtual school. So that's been like making sure my nephew's doing his work instead of playing the games. But you know how that goes. Because uh, I've been playing the game too with him. Like, you know, I'm, I'm playing the game. I'm supposed to be working. He's like, aren't you supposed to be working? Like, shh, don't tell anybody. <laughs> but um, yeah, this week has been cool, you know. <laughs> All that good stuff going on. Watching, you know, the crazy things in the media. Um read a book this week um it was a really interesting book and uh that's really been it what you've been up to um we just been i've just been chilling working getting used to my new um work situation and taking care of things around the house um like i was telling you off uh the recording or whatever i was putting up ceiling fans and (laughs) fixing uh, electrical outlets and uh (laughs) doing all this good shit so you know this good stud uh, studs been shit or whatever you <laughs> you would call it, but um, that's about it. You know, just trying to uh, maintain and live life. Still working out. I got my gym, my little gym together, and um, so I've been really trying to put it to use and get back into the swing of things. I don't know if I'm gonna be as uh maniacal about it as I was before, like really counting um, foods like that and right but and like because I, I was like more so cut up and that's when we were going out a lot so i need to make yes. sure i can fit into my clothes you know <laughs> but um you know so right now it's more so for health than it is for beauty gotcha. <laughs> like it was before <laughs> um yeah so that you know that's about it good things going on and continuing to go on as the year continues mm-hmm. on its current upward path so and speaking of, let's go ahead and pop some peas and pay homage to some well-known and not so well-known studs, butches, and other masculine-presenting women that have made moves or are making the moves that help make us seen in our segment called Poppin' Peas. 
This week, we're deviating from the norm and shining the spotlight on a fierce friend and ally to the LGBTQ community. We are honored to pop one for our newly instated, chuck-wearing, her-story-making Vice President of the United States of America, Kamala Harris. The soon-to-be subject of every single Black History Month paper and program, Kamala Harris has made history by becoming the first ever woman to hold the position as Vice President of the United States. Her list of firsts doesn't end there. The first South Asian, the first Black woman, and the first stepmom to ever hold office of this high rank in the U.S. government. A force on her own, VP Harris joined the Biden ticket after her run to be the presidential nominee ended. Seen by many as a breath of much-needed fresh air in the White House, Harris, a Howard University grad, proudly displays her HBCU and AKA affiliation any chance she gets. Her path to becoming the first woman VP was not as smooth as her electric slide, but after being criticized by many for her earlier career as a California prosecutor, Harris spoke to the mistakes of her past and vowed to make good on those decisions. As a representative of one of the most progressive states in the nation, Kamala has decided has decidedly taken her place as an ally to the citizens that fall under the umbrella of LGBTQ+. The announcement of her addition to the Biden ticket in 2020 was met with much cheer from the LGBTQ+ community, even garnering support from the heads of the HRC and GLAD. In 2019, Harris famously attended back when we could San Francisco Pride Parade and delighted us rainbow folks with her bedazzled rainbow jacket. Her support of the LGBTQ plus community didn't begin there. In 2008, she made it a point to not support the bane, the bane, the ban on, on same-sex marriage, and then served as the officiant for the first marriage conducted after the Marriage Equality Act that was restored in 2013. Though her record of supporting us isn't blemish-free, she has certainly made it known that she is an advocate and an ally. Being the first Black, South Asian American, HBCU grad, stepmom, Vice President of the United States of America is proof that Madam Vice President Kamala Harris is popping. Yes, sir. Oh, I don't know how you felt, bruh, but I know how I felt watching this Black woman take the oath of vice president and even the day after like just thinking about it like this was shit that we've only seen on fucking tv bro like this was real shit happening in history like my niece your niece you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. they will see this and see that they can aspire to that not even just uh you know black people brown people but just women period like how long have we had a government where we finally have a woman VP and it's not TV. Like, I don't know. That shit like just. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was deep, man. It was really deep to see that. And just, she broke so many barriers and, you know, but like you said, just to just be a woman first was big. Right. You know what I mean? And right. then, you know, she has all these other things about her that make her even greater, you know? She she's more relatable to what and what it means to be an American. I I think it's interesting now. I mean I I mean she's the VP and we rightfully so like you know whatever whatever side of the aisle on you're supposed to support them and right. if they do good <laughs> you right. know what I'm saying like obviously they kind of get our automatic support because that's who we voted for but 
I mean, I would have, I, I'm, I, I wouldn't have been opposed to her being the presidential candidate. Mm-hmm. You know, there's questionable acts in everybody's past career. Yeah, most definitely. And, oh, yeah, especially politicians. You know, yeah. and and that and a prosecutor alone. Like I, if she didn't do what she did in her past, she wouldn't be in a position to be able to run for vice president. That's how I feel. Because right, she if she wasn't her doing job. her job, right, right, she wouldn't have been right. able to to run. Right. She had to do her job right. to get what she And she, she could only work with the laws as they were right. in place. She can't change the laws. She didn't, you know? Right. Well, and she could affect she could affect change of the laws though. And I think that a lot of people now are realizing like when you have to how's the saying go? When you know better, you do better. Mm-hmm. So if you don't know the hurt that that decision was going to cause, you know, like now and you see it years later and you realize that was a mistake and then you move forward and you create actions going forward that can right, right those wrongs. And, right. you know, you bring the people up with that, that thought. So obviously I support um, this administration. I just like the way that they made up the cabinet and everything like that. Like to mm-hmm. me, if you see a, a picture right yeah exactly it's very diverse it's very what america is and to us people who don't you know see <laughs> see <laughs> the other side but that's what this is the makeup of america like a, every i want to say almost every group is represented mm-hmm. in the in the makeup of this cabinet yeah so i can appreciate that and then to see a black woman at the top of it all cuz you know she's Joe's there, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> I know. I feel like it's you know, Joe is there, but we were really rooting for Kamala, right? Right, exactly. So, ah, let's go on ahead and get into what we've got cooking in stew peas since we we're already warming up the pot. Okay, ah, 1 2021 was the day many of us have waited four long years for. It's a sacred time in this country of ours when an outgoing administration passes the baton to the newcomer in a peaceful and respectful transition of power. What we saw last week was peaceful, but was far from traditional. For the first time in 150 years, a sitting president skipped the inauguration of their successor. Not that we really cared, though. I mean, good riddance, motherfucker. For real. And now, across the country, there is a renewed sense of hope. This feeling, though, is fleeting because there is so much work that needs to be done, especially for us folk that check all the marginalized boxes as Black, lesbian, women. But before we get too deep into fixing things, let's get into some of the key takeaways from that glorious day. (laughs) Meech, I know you had to caught, I know you caught the inauguration. Yeah. I was working, but I was, um, you know, I had the TV on and I was sitting in front of it. So I did see pretty much, I think, all of the the key things. Um, Of course, you know, the Dior. (laughs) Dior. Sneaker, the sneaker heads were going crazy. Yes. Yeah, you already know this administration is. um, It's different. This administration (laughs) is off on the right foot. Yes. Yes. Literally. I'm like they had the Dior, yes, for real. It's like, two like they had the, Dior, they had the Dior, Dior joint, right? yeah, and then and then Biden's granddaughter had the sisterhood um, Jordans on, mm. which according to Stock X I saw recently, like 
in 24 hours after that, they shot up in trade value. Damn. <coughs> yeah, excuse me. Some sneakers that people weren't even, um, no COVID, I promise. Just a little dry throat there. <laughs> yeah, man. So obviously my sneaker head came out when I saw that, but yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, another big thing besides that was Michelle O. Oh, yeah. What? <laughs> My former first lady. Yeah. They so swaggy. (coughs) Oh my God, I'm choking and dying. Uh (laughs) Don't die, please. Um, Yes, swaggy down motherfucker, okay? And uh, you could tell Barack knew Michelle was like, (laughs) came through stopping. And you could see on his face, like, like, look at my dime, okay, sir? I'm like, bad one right here. Okay, baddie with that fatty. So, yes, I was like, damn, boy, Michelle looked amazing. Like, is she yeah. becoming the president or what? Yo, yes. she, looks, she looked dope. <laughs> and you know, uh, Clinton and Bush was taking double takes. <laughs> always, I seen they, they always find her. Yes, George W. loves him some, mm-hmm. some Michelle, okay? Michelle. And everybody knows it. Like, it's so funny that their relationship is so funny. And I thought um, Dr. Jill Biden mm-hmm. looked nice as well. Uh, yeah. A nice, respectable uh, outfit, you know, becoming of a first lady, a professor who's going to yes. keep her job and That's stay dope. working. Yes. And teaching the, um, the, youth teaching the, the young minds. Just like um, so is our first gentleman. Second gentleman. Yeah. I don't know. I don't Come, know. <laughs> The husband of Madam Vice President, he's gonna be keeping. He's a professor as well, and gonna be keeping his job. So yes, you know. And um, I don't know what else stood out to you, uh, at the during this glorious, glorious time. Um, of course the performances. You know, I'm a, a music person. I liked I liked Gaga's uh, rendition of um, the Star Spangled Banner. She came out stunning. I- I miss I missed it because I I had I had it on I had the television on but I was also working <laughs> at the yeah. same time so and it just so happened that like I don't know maybe I had a zoom like I'm not a, a team you know what I'm saying like I had yeah, something okay. so I couldn't I couldn't listen yes and um I just remember thinking like can we hurry up because I'm trying to watch right. <laughs> the inauguration <laughs> like you guys are kidding me like do you know what today is. I don't, right. I don't understand why we don't have today off. Yeah. <laughs> you know, today should be a big holiday. We but, actually got um we got a message saying that we could take some time off to watch it, but it was kind of like after it had already started. But you know, it was quiet for me, so I was able to kind of listen. Um, so I I liked her performance. It was a it was a different. It was definitely a Gaga version of the Star Star Spangled Banner. Um, I liked it, and then. J-Lo performed. I was like, please, J-Lo, don't disappoint. And uh, she she didn't. Because, <laughs> you know, sometimes her singing voice is like here and there. You give and take, you know. She's uh, hitting her with the Mariah. I don't know her. I know. Nikki is not a fan. Yeah. <laughs> she's one of those but, that watches. <laughs> she's one of those that watches just to see her mess up. But I'm like, no. that's, that's wrong. But that's her. Nah, she did it. She did a decent job. It was... um. It was all right. And then um, 
who else performed? I don't know. Those those are the ones I remember. I mean, J Lo, she looked good. She looked amazing. Oh, Garth Brooks, <laughs> oh, Garth Brooks yes. Garth Brooks performed. I didn't hear. Yeah, that yes. was a. Uh, I think he did weird. Amazing Grace or something like that, right? Yeah, he did Amazing Grace, and he was all like, "I'm not here as a political statement. I'm okay. here because we're all Americans." Oh, he didn't want to something like that, but. <laughs> His fan base. Yeah, because he's like, I'm probably the only, I'm a Republican, blah, blah, blah. Uh. <laughs> yeah, so there's that. Um, one amazing moment was that poet. I did catch that. Oh, yeah. Um, Amanda uh, Gorman. Mm-hmm. I caught, I caught halfway through it. I think I had an email coming through, but I did see the, or I was able to fully listen to the last part of it seeing her perform that realizing she wrote it and wrote it for the moment in particular mm-hmm. i was like i thought i was a poet but this <laughs> she just made me realize i am not and i should stick to my day job because that right there i was like wow it was amazing. It was like she painted a picture and everything. Like I could see everything she was talking about. She talked about everything that the country had gone through. Mm-hmm. Um, not only from like the beginning of it, but especially these past four years and up to this moment and how incredible it all was. And and she captured that in a little, I don't know how and many minutes of poem. Five but minutes yes. poem. Yes, I was like, and that is amazing. Yeah, and I heard that she has like a speech impediment or something like that too. Yeah, she has exactly. She does. She has. Mm-hmm. She stutters like Joe Biden. Oh wow! And, um, and uh, I think it was, I forget who it was that suggested she do it, but I want to say that I heard that it was Jill Biden. Well, I think it was Jill Biden because you know Jill Biden is a uh, professor, uh, English professor, mm-hmm. and she um, suggested that that. Amanda is the one to do the poem. Oh, good job! At the inauguration, and um, yeah, I mean, she was she. I'm like, yo, if that's your first choice to yeah. help, you know, do shit for the country, then we are moving in a good direction. I like it. Yeah, I'm uh, excited. I'm yes. excited for the country. I mean, they got a lot of work to do, but it was a good start to uh to the new administration. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely have to agree. And I definitely, I, I mean, I know in a, in a perfect, it's not a perfect world and I don't expect um, miracles, mm-hmm. but I do feel that at least we finally have an administration that is um, willing to listen right, to reason, you know, and mm-hmm. to both sides, even their speeches spoke to unity and um, it's not going to be easy. I mean, because especially knowing where I live, they're still flying their their new confederate flag high, yes, and they still feel like whatever, and um, you know, there's people that still believe it, um, that he, everything that he said, even to this day, so. Ignorance is bliss, man. Apparently. I mean, I guess that's the way it works, but it's just, uh, it's just crazy that that people, it can be so in their face with no proof, no nothing. You just willy-nilly believe anything. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. Go USA. Can I Can I just talk about Bernie's super oh. comfy outfit? Oh, my God. <laughs> How can we forget Bernie? How can we forget Bernie? Those mittens. Those mittens. And those, and those, 
I, I want to say the stance, but he wasn't standing. It was yeah. the way the legs were crossed. <laughs> and I love the internet, okay? Yeah. I love you know, the internet. He was just sitting there like, you know why I'm here. <laughs> he was like, I'm showing up because this is important, but right. y'all not going to give me corona. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, he was like, I'm in that age range, sitting off by himself with those mittens. And I believe, I think Nikki told me that those mittens were like repurposed wool from something that this person made, like recycled mittens. I was like, that's Mm -hmm. so Bernie. Yep, so Bernie. (laughs) Yeah, just come as you are, Bernie. That's what I call him now. He is, and they're sticking him everywhere, like. Everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I just saw him on the I just saw him on the on the subway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bumping Biggie. <On> <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo, this is crazy. Bernie's everywhere, man. But hey, that's how the internet works. You never know what's gonna um Yeah, what's gonna go viral. Gonna be that moment. She was crazy. Yes. I love the yes. internet. Love it. Love it. Now, speaking of the internet, nice little segue there. Let's go on ahead and get into wild peas, or the part of the show where we share and answer some of the most wild questions we've seen on the internet. This week's question is, what was the first lesbian thing you did before you realized you was a lesbian? (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man, oh, man. I mean, I did so much. I did so much, not realizing that that was like a a way to be. Like I yeah. just messing with girls, young, just messing with girls, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize that that had a name. So you just living your life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, for me, I would have to speak to the stereotypical things I think like playing basketball wearing boys clothes because I've been doing that I was doing that since I was a kid um I don't know being into <laughs> masculine things I guess I guess like want my hair cut short wearing Crushing. boy clothes Crushing on uh, crushing on girls, all yeah. the girls, yeah. I don't know. It's weird. That's a, I don't know. I don't, I don't know that. <laughs> like, I guess that's it. That's what I did before I knew I was a lesbian. Lesbian thing. <laughs> and on that note, we're going to end the show here. If you're not already, go follow Two Studs in a Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Want to see our stud life behind the scenes? Follow Meech on IG at the Homie Meech and on Twitter at Homie Meech. And myself at its.me.blaze on IG and it's me blaze2 on Twitter. If email is more your thing, shoot us an email at two studs in a pod at gmail.com. That's T W O studs in a pod at gmail.com. www.twostudsinapod.com is the place to find everything stud including our latest episodes, blogs, and more. Listening on the move? Catch a new episode of Two Studs in a Pod every Tuesday on streaming platforms everywhere, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Gratitude is always the attitude, so we want to say thank you for lending us your ear. Thanks for tuning in.
Thanks for tuning in. Cheerio. <laughs> Good chat. Good chat. Cheerio. Good chat.